This is A 20-Sided Life, a podcast about my thoughts and ideas on game design and tabletop RPGs. I'm the mysterious brother, Tyler Mazza. Let's get rolling. Hey guys, welcome to another Mechanic Monday. Um, before we get into today's topic, got a couple call-ins from Jason. Uh, let's hear what he had to say. Hey, mysterious brother, this is Jason. Just want to call and tell you I loved your magic episode, your Mechanic Monday really great i love the idea of scaling i love the idea of shamans having individualized magic to their environments you're asking about other systems the closest thing i can think of off the top of my head is savage worlds i'm sure other players a deeper knowledge of rpg systems will come up with other things but in the in savage worlds they just have a basic spell right like bolt is your basic attack spell but then you have traits or tags I forget the exact term they use. But the idea is that... Hold on one sec. I'm going to stop this and start again. So the idea is in Savage Worlds, you would individualize that spell to your character. So if you're an ice mage, your bolt might be a, you know, a, a bolt of ice or, you know, for, like an icicle. Or if you're a fire mage, it might be a fireball. And so you can individualize it that way. Um, so that's kind of... You know, with those traits, you you just come up with the basic generic spell. The the system provides the basic generic spells, and then you individualize them with the tags or traits, whatever they call them, towards that with each wizard. So that's kind of what you're saying, I guess. But like I say, the scaling is inspired, and the um, the shaman thing is great. And I may lift both those at some point. I really appreciate you putting that out there. I'm enjoying your Mechanic Mondays. Keep up the great work. That was Jason from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Y'all uh, be sure to go check out his his podcast. It's got some pretty good stuff. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm i glad you liked the episode. Glad you're enjoying the Mechanic Mondays. Um, Savage Worlds is a pretty cool system. I do like the way they do magic in there, uh, where you can uh, tag the generic spell and kind of give it a little bit of flavor and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, I, I kind of was inspired by that system and several others. Just uh, they they do magic um, pretty unique, so I liked that. Um, yeah, thanks for calling again, man. Uh, I think we're going to get into today's topic. Um, so today we're going to be talking about attributes. Um, I guess I should start with which attributes I use. Um, I use the classic six, um, you know, strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Um, I tried making my own attributes and, you know, different names and stuff, but they all kind of meant the same thing or were relatively the same. So I just went with the classics. Um, I wanted the game to kind of feel like an old school game. So I wanted to keep the same attributes. Um, I know some games that use other ones, uh, they do a pretty good job with them. I just, I don't know, I guess nostalgia. I liked the, the old ones, so I kept them. Um, I have another game I'm kind of working on. Uh, it's going to be used in my zombie pirate game. It's a little more minimalistic. And it only uses like two or three 
attributes, but for my main my main mechanics, just using the six. So um, I was going to talk about a little bit about each one and kind of uh, what they're used for in the game. So first you've got strength. Um, it's, you know, that's obviously how strong you are. Um, it, it uh, you know, um, adds to your attack bonus with melee weapons. Um, it adds to damage for melee weapons. And I was thinking probably adding to damage for maybe bows. Um, maybe not all bows, maybe like a, there might be like a strength bow or something like that where you have to have a high enough strength to be able to use it. Um, but if you do have a high enough strength, you can add that amount of strength to the, to the damage for the bow. Um, you know, you use your strength for, uh, certain tasks. If you have to, you know, push a boulder out of the way or break through a door or something like that, um, you would, you know, that would, that would require a, a strength roll. Um, next is dexterity. This is how quick you are, um, how nimble you are. Um, it, uh, adds to your armor class and armor class in my game is 10 plus armor plus dexterity. Um, and, um, that applies to your ranged attacks as well. So, uh, bows, thrown weapons, things like that. Um, and it would apply to any, you know, like the normal things that dexterity applies to. Um, so if you're trying to sneak around or, uh, pickpocket somebody, um, any sort of balancing or, uh, swinging from ropes, you know, stuff like that. Um, the next one is constitution. This applies to your um, HP. So I was thinking about HP the other day and how I originally wanted to do it. It was going to be based on your class and you would add your uh, constitution modifier to that. And my HP numbers seemed really low. <laughs> it was uh, like, I mean, the magic users were getting one HP plus their constitution and they're probably not going to have a very high constitution. So they're probably gonna only have one hit point and I didn't want it to be like you know hit once and you're dead kind of thing so what I decided to do was uh give you starting HP based on the constitution score not the modifier it so you'd start with say you had a 13 constitution you would have 13 health at first level and when you level up, you'll gain those hit points I was talking about earlier. So, like a magic user would gain one HP plus their constitution modifier each level. And, like, a warrior would get three plus their constitution modifier per level. Um, I thought that made it, um, made them a little more beefy to start with. Um, your HP won't scale that fast, but um, I thought it worked pretty good. And it made it where I can make NPCs kind of the same way. Just roll 20 set of dice, see what their constitution is, and that's their HP. It was pretty quick, so I like that idea. Um, your constitution adds to 
um, tasks like uh, resisting poison. So I've got poison in the game. Assassins are, you know, mainly using poison and uh, maybe some creatures and stuff use poison. And um, I was thinking having a way to resist that. So um, you would roll to resist it if you ever got hit with a poisoned weapon or something like that. Um, and you would, you know, apply your constitution modifier to that role. Um, probably applies to resisting the elements, uh, holding your breath, stuff like that. Um, intelligence is, you know, that's how smart you are. Um, it's the main attribute for mages. Um, that affects, like, how many spells they know and spells per level, stuff like that. Um, I was thinking of, like, giving languages too, so you could speak or read, write, um, languages based on your intelligence. So, uh, maybe if you had like a plus three intelligence, you could, you know, three different languages. Um, and that would apply to like, um, you know, if you're doing some research in a library or something, you'd be able to add your intelligence to that. Um, uh, next would be wisdom. Um, it's how wise you are, of course. Um, it is the main attribute for priests and shamans. And, um, you know, that same kind of like mages, it applies to their, um, or yeah, spells, like spell casting stuff. Um, not really spells known because they don't memorize spells or anything, but um, that's their main attribute. And it applies to perception. So noticing things, your awareness of your surroundings and stuff like that. Um, I was thinking on perception, I'm going to do passive perception. Um, unless you're like actively like looking for something. Um, I like passive perception because it can kind of give away something. If you say, Hey guys, roll a perception roll. They're going to know something's up. Um, so, um, I was going to get a passive perception. It would be probably 10 plus their wisdom. And then if they're a, if their class like would give them a bonus, you'd add their level as well. Um, and then that way I can just refer to their passive perception and uh, not have to give away secrets and stuff like that. So um, next is charisma. Um, this was probably the most underutilized stat in the game, I guess. Um, none of the classes really rely on it, but I think it is still worth having because it comes into play so much with um, in the role-playing aspect of the game, um, interacting with NPCs and, you know, in towns and stuff like that. But um, so, you know, pretty much talking to people if you're trying to bluff or bribe somebody or haggle at a shop or something like that, you'd apply your charisma um, and then also with, like, handling animals and stuff. So if you're trying to train, like, a dog or a horse or um, maybe some creature you find in the in the wilderness, you're trying to tame it, um, that would apply to that as well. <clears throat> yeah, so that's it on um, attributes and what they apply to. Next, I was going to talk about how you improve your ability. Oh, wait, I guess how you roll them. Um, I didn't really go over that. So the way 
I roll for attributes in my game, because I'm only using a 20-sided dice, is you just roll the 20-sided dice, and that is your stat. Um, so you'd roll that six times, and you can either take those in order or assign them as you wish. Um, you know, if you're making a quick character real, you know, off the fly, you could probably just do them in order, get it over with, it's done. You don't have to put any thought into it. Um, but I like to let people make the character they want, kind of. So I don't have a problem with people assigning those, you know, those six stats that you roll to your uh, to your attributes um, and kind of, you know, molding the character, you know, making it make more sense for you to be whatever role it is you're trying to play. Um, yeah, so back to improving those scores. You can, uh, when you level up, you can choose one of your attributes to increase by one. Um, I, I wasn't sure if that's, like, too slow of leveling. Like, um, I don't know. If you're trying to improve your strength because you're a fighter or something and you only increase it by one, but you still need to increase it two or three more times before you, you know, get another bonus, like a modifier bonus. Um, I didn't know if that would be too slow. So I was kind of thinking about um, having whatever class you are give you um, a bonus on that attribute every time you level up as well. So you, you could potentially get, you know, I mean, you can get two uh, attributes increased at once. So if you're like a soldier and the attribute for them is strength, you can, you know, it would automatically increase strength and then you can choose to increase strength again or increase something else. Um, I thought that was a a good way to kind of speed up the leveling process a little bit um, if it needed it. Um, But that's going to take some game testing and just seeing how leveling is working and stuff. But I thought that was a good idea. Um, and next, I guess, stats from races. I haven't really figured out what I want to do with races. I think that's going to be my next episode. I'm going to put a little bit more thought into it and, um, figure out what I'm going to do there. But, um, yeah, so with races, if, if I decide to do this, um, you, you know, pick your race and then say you're an elf or something, you would probably get an increase on, I don't know, intelligence and dexterity, you know, like, so giving racial bonuses to attributes. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to give any bonuses or any, um, yeah, anything like that for races or not. I was thinking about maybe making them, making your race just cosmetic um, and kind of some flavor for the story. Um, and kind of making it more role play oriented than than a uh, actual uh, mechanically um, oriented. But again, I'm gonna put some more thought into it and go into that on my next episode. Um, I guess I was I should probably say what the modifiers are for the scores. Um, it kind of gets harder to increase your bonuses as your attribute gets higher so um, it's harder to get better at things you know 
and it's harder to get worse at things as well too. So you have every, it starts at zero at 10. If your attribute's 10, the modifier is zero. And then 11 is still zero. And then 12 is a plus one, 13 is a plus one. And then 14 is a plus two, 15 is a plus two, and 16 is a plus two. And then 17 is a plus three, 18 is a plus three, 19 is a plus three, and 20 is a plus three. So if you're rolling a 20-sided dice, um, you know, the highest you can get to 20. Um, so depending on what I do with my races, potentially the highest thing you can get to at first level is a 20. Um, now, if I do decide to do the race, the racial attributes and um, say you're the, the elf that got dexterity, right? And you roll a 20 and put that in your dexterity and then you got a bonus on dexterity and it made it a 21. So you could potentially start <clears throat> start higher than a 20. Um, and 21 would be a plus 4. But that would not increase to a plus 5 until 26. So it is kind of a grind to get to, get to that bonus. Um, I guess the penalties, as you know, if you're lower than 10, 9 is 0, 8 is minus 1, 7 is minus 1, 6 is a minus 2. Five is a minus two, and four is a minus two. Three is a minus three, two is a minus three, and one is a minus three. So the lowest you can get is a one, and it would give you a negative three on any roll that you're using that ability for. Um, I hope I was clear on all this. Um, I think I'm, I'm done rambling on about attributes. Um, maybe it's a little late to do this episode. I maybe could have started with this. Um, I'm thinking after I do classes, I might do an episode on uh, character generation and uh, kind of go through, compile all the stuff I've been talking about into character creation, maybe make a couple characters or NPCs or something just to kind of show how fast it goes. Um, I do think uh, the way I'm making the system makes character creation pretty dang simple and fast, which is what I wanted. So, um, yeah. Let me know what y'all think. Give me some call-ins. Um, it's always nice to hear from all y'all. And until next time, y'all have a 20-sided life and keep rolling.